Welcome to our once a week podcast entitled What's in a Hymn. It reflects on some of the hymns that God's people have sung for generations. Today we reflect on the hymn Beneath the Cross of Jesus. The author, Elizabeth Cecilia Clefane, was born in Scotland in 1830 and died in 1869. I will focus on the four verses of the hymn that are found in most hymn books. This hymn is full of comforting, and perhaps you might say, paradoxical language about the cross. I say paradoxical because Jesus' cross was a place of cruelty and terrible suffering. Hatred for Jesus was gathered around the foot of the cross. And yet for the Christian, there is a beauty in the cross, because it is the ultimate expression of divine love. A love that can never be equalled or fully understood. For there on the cross hung Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who died for our salvation. As 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 19 reminds us, we are redeemed with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. So in the opening words of the hymn, Beneath the cross of Jesus, I fain, in other words, gladly, would take my stand. We are reminded of our focus on that critical and important fact of history. Christ died for our sins. The author clearly knew her Bible well, for the hymn is full of biblical imagery. So, for example, in verse 1, The shadow of a mighty rock is taken from Isaiah 32, verse 2. Within a weary land, Psalm 63, verse 1. A home within the wilderness, Jeremiah 9, verse 2. A rest upon the way, Isaiah 28, verse 12. From the burning of the noontide heat, Isaiah 4, verse 6. And the burden of the day. Matthew 11, verse 30. In verse 2, there is more imagery. Safe and happy shelter. Refuge, tried and sweet. And all this imagery in verses 1 and 2 points to the divine grace and comfort that is in our Saviour. One other biblical picture in verse 2 is the cross being a ladder up to heaven. Here is reference to Jacob's ladder, certainly, for the hymn says, As to the holy patriarch, that wondrous dream was given. But the New Testament would point us to Jesus' words to Nathanael in John chapter 1, verse 51. Most assuredly, I say to you, hereafter, you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending, upon the Son of Man. It is in Jesus himself and his death on the cross that we have a bridge to heaven. In verse 2, the cross is called a trysting place. This term normally speaks of an appointed meeting place for lovers. But here it is the appointed meeting place for God's love and justice. O trysting place, where heaven's love and heaven's justice meet.
God's infinite love and absolute justice meet at the cross. Infinite love gave us a saviour who would die in our place to satisfy God's absolute justice. For Jesus' death in our place was his paying the penalty that God's law demands from us who have fallen short of keeping it. In verse 3, the hymn focuses on the one who died on the cross. Upon that cross of Jesus, mine eyes at times can see the very dying form of one who suffered there for me. And when we consider that Jesus in his love for us should go to the cross and die for us, who have broken God's law and deserve punishment for that, we can but echo the words in verse 3. And from my smitten heart with tears, to wonders I confess, the wonders of his glorious love and my own worthlessness. Verse 4 reminds us of where our focus should be in life, not on the world, but upon our Saviour. I take, O cross, thy shadow for my abiding place. I ask no other sunshine than the sunshine of his face. Content to let the world go by, to know no gain nor loss. And as we focus on him in the realisation of his sacrificial love to us, we bow before him and say with the hymn writer, My sinful self, my only shame, my glory, all the cross. Amen.